All right, now let's go ahead and wrap up this little section here of John 1 by rounding it out with John 1, 18. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. And so this wraps up the first or the next section, and then we'll start taking these maybe by a little bit bigger chunks as we continue to work through. But we see here that no one has ever seen God. No one's ever seen the fullness of God. Uh, we kind of see the fullness there in verse 18. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. And no one's ever seen God in his fullness as God. We remember that Moses got to see God after he had passed by holding his hand over Moses so that he was sheltered from seeing the fullness of God, the fullness of his glory. Um, so we're reminded of that, especially because Moses was here in verse 17, drawing a little bit of that contrast between Moses and Jesus. And here reminding us again that Moses was blessed to be able to see that glory. Uh, Jesus, when he was transfigured on the mountain, uh, so Peter, James, and John got to see him there in a small taste of his glory. They were even shining a little bit when they were coming down the mountain, um, just being able to see that beauty of who Jesus truly was. And Moses had to wear a veil over his face for days because he had seen so much of God's glory and he got to experience that. Uh, we can't even dream about what that would be like, but we know that one day we will see God in his fullness, all of God, when we are there on that last day and then get to spend all of eternity with him where there's no need for the sun and the moon anymore because the light of light will be there. All of God's glory will be there and we will be able to experience it and worship God, worship him perfectly. We'll be living without sin at that point. Uh, we won't be tainted. We won't be able to, to uh, worry about sinning. We'll just be there worshiping God for all eternity. Um, so no one's seen that glory of God. Uh, the only God who is at the Father's side, and he has made him known. And so we know that Jesus was made known as God and is sitting at the Father's right hand today. Uh, we don't get to see him. We don't get to see his fullness right now. Uh, we do have the Holy Spirit living and dwelling with us, who is a small taste of that glory. Uh, he is our helper. He is here dwelling with us. And so it's a wonderful gift. We love that we have the Holy Spirit and that we're able to rely on him and trust him. And we love that we have Jesus in heaven, sitting at the right hand of God, that we can pray to Jesus and that Jesus us as our perfect high priest, the one and only mediator between us and God, is there to pray to God on our behalf, to be there and talk to God, uh, be there to uh, interface on our behalf because we as not holy creatures are not able to go before God. But now, as redeemed individuals, we are declared holy and precious in his sight. And so it is so exciting that we get to see Jesus one day in that full picture. 
And we know that uh, even though the Jews, while they were walking around and seeing Jesus, were not seeing him as God, were not seeing him in his fullness. But John the baptizer was saying, there saying, here's the one, here's the guy, he's coming. Uh, but people weren't paying attention. They weren't seeing that he was going to be their savior. And now we have for us written God's holy word, the Bible. Canon closed the whole thing perfectly contained and written in English that we can read and understand. And we can see in those pages as we read them, we can see God and we can see Jesus and Jesus' holiness and his divinity jumping from those pages. From Genesis all the way through Revelation, we see it. And so it is beautiful for us. We love that we get to read it and study it and love it. So let us continue to pour in and read these beautiful words recorded for us. So let's close here out with finishing John 1, 1 all the way through 18 here.